just before starting the show, can you all please like and subscribe to my YouTube channel? And if you're streaming this episode right now, can you all please like and follow us as this will greatly improve our chances of meeting even more people. Enjoy the show. Hello everyone and welcome to the Real Happy Hour podcast. Today I've got a special guest, amazing guest, an amazing journalist and producer on the show. Osman Ahmed is a journalist, a news producer and researcher who works in the TV and broadcasting industry. So I'm very happy you're here with me and we're going to talk about the Barbie movie. The Barbie movie is a 2023 American fantasy comedy film directed by Greta Gerwig and um, also written by Greta Gerwig and starring uh, Margot Robbie and uh, what's his name? Um, Ryan Gosling as Ken. Yes, that's it. <laughs> that's it. So um, let's just get right into it. What do you think about the movie, Ozzy? I liked it. I liked it um, in terms of just the f- freshness of being able to watch the acting depiction of like a very iconic, like, you know, doll and something that has, you know, been in people's lives for a very, very long time. Just it was great just to see how um a film was able to depict that movement or that kind of like you know state like state a symbol or whatever like you know kind of terms we can use to describe barbie and just the legacy that barbie has in like the world of toys and just like you know children like you know childhood fun and whatever have you i think like yeah it was just it was really like great to see that this is a film that has been created based on that yeah and the literal first minute of the movie also shows how like barbie came and just sort of broke the 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 standard of how like young girls were playing toys that were available where they like they saw all the limitless possibilities with barbie with all the different roles that you know this Barbie figure could play could be and so you know when all the girls are smashing the toys where you know the only standard of toys that they had was just a baby that they had to mother but then Barbie came as this you know grown adult who (laughs) was just a figure they'd never seen and it just broke down that idea of what a toy can be for for girls or for anyone really so um yeah I completely agree with that and um what do you think about the characters? Like, um, like, like for example, I, as much as I really enjoyed the movie, I just struggled with Ryan Gosling playing Ken. I just felt like anyone could have played Ken. Why did we have to be Ryan Gosling? Like, I, that was the only that's the only issue which I have with the mm-hmm. movie. What do, what do you think about the characters? I do agree with that, um, and I think that just comes from um, people's expectations and just like you know their own standards of beauty and preference of beauty. I think when everyone knew that this Barbie film was coming out, because Barbie, the doll and all of those um, kind of um, state, like toys and like what what they symbolize is perfection of beauty. So when you look at who's going to represent that doll, you would have to, envision someone who has the same standards of beauty, like, you know, kind of like ideal beauty at the top sort of thing. So that's why when it 
came to Margot Robbie, everyone was like, yeah, she's sort of a perfect Barbie type of thing because yeah. she is a very, very beautiful woman. And like even her features and everything are can be perceived as doll-like. So yeah. everyone saw that and was like, yeah, perfect. I think if Margot Robbie was probably played by someone someone else who probably didn't have that exact like facial structure and frame then you would have questioned it but because with ryan gosling there are some people that regard him as like a heartthrob and whatever have you but some people that it's not he then he's not necessarily their cup of tea and there was even other girls that um i spoke to they were just like i wasn't sure about ryan gosling you know <laughs> i was just i was just like i mean it's just a hit and miss with him um Personally, there are just other people that I thought could have been, could have played a more idealistic looking Ken. Let's suggest who could have played Ken. Um, <laughs> I, I personally would have thought to myself, maybe someone like, if they obviously bleached his hair blonde or whatever, um, I thought Eddie Redmayne could have been an interesting okay. Ken. So Eddie thought, Redmayne is like the same age as Ryan Gosling, you know? Yeah, I mean, I didn't necessarily look at it in terms of age. I just looked at it in terms of appearance. Okay. I thought maybe Eddie Redmayne. I thought maybe um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, there was a good couple of other because obviously it had to be a white person because, you know, Ken is a white doll. Uh, but I just, other people there that I just thought probably had features that were just a bit more in line with, with how the Ken doll looked. Maybe someone with bigger eyes. Um, I don't know. I just didn't. I just didn't take too keen to sort of Ryan. Ryan goes. If if this was like two thousand and maybe five, six to eight, then like Ryan would have been perfect because that was like the peak of Ryan, where he was like in the Notebook and he was in. It was just that guy's. It's kind of like a movie made, perhaps, perhaps because. It's just mm. like, I remember a couple of years ago, I was watching this show, um, 30 Rock, and they made reference to Justin Timberlake being like this sexy heartthrob. And this young um, girl was like, ew, that guy is old. So it's like, it's, it's based on who is watching the movie. So perhaps someone who's in their mid-30s and early, late, late 30s, early 40s would see yeah. that and be like, oh yeah, Ryan is perfect. But I feel I'm like someone who's like 30 below, 26, 24 below, they'd be like, who is this old man playing anything? <laughs> Again. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah, true. I mean, I just think it, I don't even think it was really related to age as much, to be honest with you. I mean, do you know who I think could have? Because with Ryan Gosling, from what I understand, I think he's part of the Mickey Mouse Club. And from yes. what we watched in the film, there was a um, section where um, it was like a sing song musical type, and Ryan Gosling was singing. Yeah. And I think from what I saw in the credits afterwards, that was his song like performed by Ryan Gosling. So I was there thinking to myself, okay, I mean, if they probably needed someone who could sing as well, then I could understand why they could have chosen. But I mean, I also thought maybe if they chose Zac Efron, who I feel like he's probably more of a heartthrob than... You know what? Zac Efron is a good candidate. Zac yeah, would have been a I, good candidate. Zac would have I been think... a good... Again. Yeah, and I even think the comedy too. He would have played that very well. Yeah, I just think, right? Yeah, like Ryan Gosling just did not, did not do it. Like I don't know, he like the Ken, the Ken wasn't Kenning, the Barbie was Barbie. <laughs> exactly, <Kenin>. exactly. <laughs> but the, I did feel like he did play a very good Ken. Like he, he was acting, and in terms of like just the way in which he really got into the character and stuff. And 
I just thought the way in which it was written was so clever and so accurate to how you'd expect people who like are, I'm not gonna say shallow, but just how these types of people that kind of, these dolls that the characters they played that have no depth, uh. the way in which you expect them to act was very in line with the kind of how you may may or may not know people in real life that also do act like that. I just thought it was so funny just to watch all these people that are just like so shallow get together, have fun together, how they interact together. Like I think especially do you remember that section where they were all fighting against each other, all yeah. the men? Yeah. That to me was just like exactly how you would kind of like assume that in this world where there's no violence and no this, it was just like there was no weapons. It was like uh-huh. people were just throwing. <laughs> Guess what? The Real Happy Hour podcast. Yes, this very one has been shortlisted by the Podcast Awards Show for the Listener's Choice Awards. Wow. Do you know what this means? This basically means that I need your votes. Yes, all of you. Can you please click on the link in my bio and vote, vote, vote. Enjoy the show. Like, <laughs> umbrellas at each other. <laughs> they were throwing like all these soft toys at each other. I just thought this is brilliant to see and i think uh, like that is that that for me was one of the funniest highlights of the entire film i just thought like the writers and directors done such a good job here yeah true very true um now i want to kind of go a bit deep in terms of like the 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 idea of like gender construct i feel like that's what the movie i don't feel like it's a feminist Mm. movie i don't because when i was watching it i felt like you know, yes, there were feminist tones in it, but for me, the way I received it was this felt like a movie where um, Greta was trying to address gender construct, what it is to be a man and a woman in this society, and we're living in this this structure, this system that has been created, and and we've been following this this structure, this system, mm-hmm. and we need to sort of question what exactly it is that we are in this world regardless of sex i think that's why that's kind of what i got from the movie like where you, you know uh, let me get your opinion and then i'm going to sort of break down each character in my opinion what i thought i mean yeah i definitely when i was watching it and you saw the um especially when ryan gosling was in the real world and you see how he was reacting yeah to the adverts and everything around him i thought that was a very stripped back, like primitive level of understanding of how the world works. Yeah. And as um from a, like as a man and how we can benefit a man. That was quite like, you know, um interesting to see on film. Um obviously in a way that through the lens of of, of this Barbie film, which is comical and which is light and soft hearted, however, that was uh, quite a strong message that was being portrayed at that time and then especially with the questions that he was asking I remember I think did he walk into the hospital and he was yeah. just like I want to be a surgeon yeah. and he's like well sir you're not going to be a surgeon yeah but I'm a yeah. man and it was yeah. just you know asking these questions but you need to have all this like yeah but I could do this job then like I can do it better than better than other people because I'm a man and men yeah. and men rule I was just like yeah, I kind of definitely see the 
like strong parallels that are being made here. I thought with how the interesting twist that I thought could have been done with this Barbie film, but they avoided, was the angle of perceptions of beauty and what defines beauty. I thought, and obviously as we anticipated that in the film, they were going to um, display and represent all different types of bodies and whatever have you as being beautiful. So I think that was something that I came into the film anticipating to see how they depicted that and to see probably a storyline that showed different types of women and what was, because obviously everyone knows Barbie, Barbie as being that slim, trim, you know, big boobs, like, you know, small waist, whatever. And just to see it portrayed the story and the film in just that different angle of just women's place in society and men's place in society. I just thought, okay, like clearly what they're doing with this film is they want to avoid all that negative backlash that could come with it. Yeah, so I was I like, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I agree. I see what you guys did there. Yeah, even the way Ken was experiencing the real world and because the way I see the movie, like Barbie Land was, is, is this perfect fantasy that a woman or even a man dreamt of and they just thought, okay, let's, let's just have this system where women have all this all these roles and men are sort of, you know, on the side, not really particularly active. And then Ken comes into the real world and he sees, because even in the Barbie world, they're like, they're not even really drinking. They're not really showering. They're not really lawyering yeah. or doc, doing anything. But they're just like, I am this person. And and and, and everyone just accepts that they are. Then when Ken comes to the real world and he's like, well, I'm going to be a doctor. And they're like, well, um, fine, you're a man, but you still need to like have the skills. And because I want to be a lifeguard. Yeah, but you need to have the skills to do to do this. So that, that yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, I, I thought it was very interesting to just see how <laughs> how this can can experience the world and how we try to then take back that world into the Barbie world. And, you know, at both both depictions of of Ken and Barbie had errors because in, in Barbie's dream world, you know, she thought everything would be perfect if, you know, all the women had all the roles and, and, and the men didn't really do it much but just be there. And then Ken too had this idea of, okay, men can just have control of all the world and the women just, you know, serve them and just be, you know, supportive to them. But then it still didn't work in that way. And so I just, I just thought, I just thought it was really interesting. I just thought it was a really, really good depiction and how even at the end of the movie you know where and another character i really really found interesting was america the the girl that played um played by america the the the, the i don't know what her, the name of her character is um the latino lady with the daughter i remember that girl the main oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And her name is america, the one that, yeah so the one that even even do you know that part of the storyline was actually quite interesting because yeah. they related the angle of how dolls are treated mm. by their owners, by the girls yeah, that like exactly, and it was some of them so what, delicately. The way it happened, yeah, like treat them quite me like you know, literally they get so creative and they just like I want to change her up, and I would like you know just everyone's perception of everyone's different way of having fun with their doll, or um, you know just their beauty standards that they want reflected on the doll as a little girl um but yeah it is it is it was really interesting to know that 
they kind of attached a mind um, yeah, of the owner connect- to the toy yeah. from the owner to the toy and obviously that derives from obviously how women want the doll to look like you know sorry not women how the little girls would want this doll to look according to what they find beautiful but to, the, the writers took that and really ran with it to the point that it was like a mental connection as if like uh, this doll was kind of like a voodoo doll type of thing uh, i thought that was a little bit at times a little bit like that's so weird but still it was just through the lens of barbie i was just excited to watch it and just excited to see like the entire film i was just really anticipating what's gonna come next how else is how else is this film going to be it was just like a film for me to explore how barbie's going to be displayed to me uh, a, a doll-like figure and i think you know just i was more taken in not to say that i wasn't taken in by the storyline but i was also really excited and kind of like impressed by the ways that the characters were acting as dolls like even certain movements that they were doing i just thought the acting in it was brilliant yeah, the like, acting it was, was really really good definitely good. Um, especially by uh what's his name uh in kutigatwa yes the guy that played the black ken yeah i wish he had more there was the white ken right yeah ken, and there was the black ken yeah so i, I wish, thought that I, I, was... I wish you spoke more i, I wish know, it was even probably at the end seeing all the credits of barbie 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 and then you just see all the names of all the actresses and then ken 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 i just thought that was really really funny to see yeah, yeah. um i have a question a so, 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 so you know in the movie the america lady she was married right do you do you know what her husband did all i saw, the only memory i have is her husband was home trying to learn spanish that's the only memory i have of that movie do you remember if he had the job do you remember if he was doing something no you see, um, it was just a, it was just like two shots or three shots of the guy because um you know yeah. like you were mentioning the, the the mind the owner to toy connection and the whole trigger for the movie was america was you know having this um, thought about her her existence in life and you know she's thinking about death mm. and she was thinking about beauty standards and and then that started to affect her her toy in the barbie world and then you know the barbie then wanted to sort of correct it get it back in order but a bit that struck me at the end was when they were all talking about you know who you can be like you can be a woman that you know, as a doctor or a lawyer. And then America is like, you can also just be a mother. Like, you, just, you can also just be like a regular woman. And I think that's the, the, that was something that she was dealing with in the real world, where she was just, you know, frustrated. And she just wanted to be a regular woman who didn't have to deal with the pressure of life. Because, you know, there's also that pressure that that is sort of wanting to be an independent woman who is, you know, a lawyer, a doctor. Blah, blah. But what if you just want to be a regular woman who is just, and it not be looked down upon by the society as a whole, like, oh, God, she's just a regular woman and not sort of a woman who is trying to attain all of this stuff. I thought I received, that's also the part that I received, where you can be all types of things and not just a woman who wants to be like, a, you know, a highly successful dad. You can be a regular woman and still be a successful regular woman and not, to the standard of what the society deems as a successful person i don't know i got that as something i got from the movie and, and that's why i also like that i wasn't a young girl i was like, like i i think about this movie and i'm like i'm not really sure if this is a movie for kids 
they can watch it and enjoy it for there's so many yeah. themes in there that i feel like you have to be an adult to sort of see beyond the you know the I messages agree. in there yeah so i, I, I thought that was interesting yeah i thought that even though like the film was um certified 12a um it wasn't necessarily certified 12a from the angle of like the storyline it was certified 12a because there wasn't going to be obviously any explicit um you know content that was like deemed sensual or sexual or anything like that which obviously there can be that element uh, to the barbie doll as well but again the writers and directors didn't go down that route um but yeah it was definitely um very sharp of them to ensure that before anyone even questioned what they were about to watch in barbie that from the start do you remember that intro bit where they were like women can be anything and then he mm. showed all the different types of women and some of them i was like oh wow they got a lady in a wheelchair there i was like okay cool cool like well done you guys are literally you know it's like a preemptive strike to make sure that no one's gonna say this that and the other about about this barbie film because we've already covered that we've already shown this and we've i was just like okay cool i mean i i think people were definitely um expecting like the angle of just barbie having a relaxing time everything going perfect in like you know especially that barbie world um setting that all she was ever going to do was just have fun see her friends enjoy life and with that i didn't expect to see anyone in labor like doing doing labor like in labor work so when they showed um Issa Rae uh -huh. and she was a president i was like okay clever as well that they chose a black woman as well to be to be to be president too but i just thought to myself that wasn't what i was expecting to see i just was expecting to just see a whole group of um you know women whether it was margot robbie Issa Rae, um and the other actresses just all hanging out together having fun going to the beach getting all their kens to just come and like be be with them like as in the film they were saying it's barbie and ken uh -huh. so it was just like a Ken was just like a supplement to Barbie yeah. type of thing. So to see how, and they done this really early. Like I think what, in the first five minutes, we saw all of this in the film in terms of certain roles and positions that some of the Barbies had. I just oh, thought, all right, they're, they're trying to hit home from the start. They're, they're really trying to shut down any potential scrutiny that could come to this film. That's how I, that's how I perceived that. Yeah, I didn't but, think that they were reaching, but I just thought to myself, they're doing this so that no one can insult yeah. them. Yeah, and I even that where Michael Robbie sort of talking to Ken when she goes to meet him and <laughs> tries to convince him of okay, this this I can't really remember the context as to where you remember when she goes up this the, the dream house or his you know his yeah. house and then she's communicating with him and she's saying you know it's not it's barbie and ken it's barbie and it's ken like there's relevance yeah. with both of us and there needs to be that messaging put out there i thought it was a good movie i tried to even go on like youtube today and and see reviews and one of the first the first one i saw was oh god it was like a deep like uh 10 15 minutes sort of bashing of like you know this is a feminist movie and they're just trying to Push, um, put men down, and they're trying to knock down all the. I was like, oh, calm down, calm down. I mean, I mean girls, we're too black men. Let's be honest. Feminism isn't necessarily about putting men down. It's about upholding women's rights. It's about 
pushing women up. So it's not necessarily to say, like, being a feminist is you thinking that women are up here and men are down here. Feminism, as far as my understanding of it goes, it's putting women and men on the same pedestal, but saying that women deserve this and women are entitled to this the same way that men are entitled to that. And would I say that this is a feminist movie? It is a feminist movie. Um, it's not a um, kind of, it's not a um, movie that has misandry in it. It's a movie that it tries to show the viewers that, and this is again, like my, my takeaway from like, from like the film was that everything that Ken was going through is actually something that women go through. That's how I honestly perceived it when it was saying like, you know, that you can be your own person aside from me. Kind of like how women, young girls are sort of brought up to believe that you need to grow up and cater, cater for your husband and you need to grow up and be a good wife to him and support him and blah, 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 but n never really like, and I'm, t I'm going way back that they were never really encouraged to be their own person. It was just, you know, you grow up, you kind of look after the kids and da 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 da. And it was just that sort of thing where after years and years, it was like more with more empowerment that women were encouraged to kind of obviously be able to vote and then like, you know, be able to um, get out there and start working and start making names for themselves aside from just being that mother. But then to also, for those that still wish to be mothers to also remember, but it's okay if you want to do that as long as it's your choice type of thing. And that was one of the um, lessons that I sort of learned and especially like the theme in how that situation turned on its head from Ken being in control to Barbie getting control again and then trying to educate Ken or tell Ken that you can still be, be you and you also have a purpose in this life aside from just being my like not like your purpose in life is not just to be my extra limb. That's a lesson that I just thought to myself, okay, that to me is very um, familiar with how women have been encouraged over years and in recent years to be more than just, oh, I'm just a mother in this life or, oh, I'm just like a housewife. No, you are more. And as we've obviously seen across the world in so many different industries and sectors that women have gone on to achieve great things. I really like that. Uh, I like the way you just broke that down. <laughs> That's really, really beautiful. Um, I also wanted to um, talk very briefly about the executives because I, I I really found it confusing how they were all moving in unison. And yeah, like, that executive was... thing just didn't really kick, kick for me because <laughs> I was like, you guys are in the real world acting like but I think they were just taking the piss out of Mattel. <laughs> I think they were taking the piss out of the company and how people think in the company. Like, you guys are just all so shallow and this is your idea. So you guys act like dolls. Yeah. The people that created Barbie are people that think like think like dolls as well. And, and, like, and also, like, I just thought it was just like representing... That was bringing the angle of you just expect... I think it, for me, it clicked with blonde hair, blue-eyed dumb blonde type of mm. thing so i just thought they were just representing dumb blondes as well and i also, I also thought like dumb yeah, i also thought that like you remember when they saw the first saw barbie when she sort of <laughs> went into the meeting room and 
it's like these are the executives that are part of the 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 narrative of Barbie, and then they see Barbie and they're they're like afraid of Barbie. They're afraid of they're afraid of Barbie. Like who is this foreign creature who is in our presence? We need to just keep her locked up in a box because who is this woman who you know has the possibility to be whoever she wants to be just walking into our our space and demanding sort of answers and so, and so even though they created the system that perpetuates the narrative the fact that the thing that they created was right in front of them they were like ah what is this strange creature we need to put it in a box and <laughs> i just thought it was a very 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 strange like depiction of the executives and how like you know obviously there was one person in charge and everyone else was just like a ladder which is really how the system works you know there's a hierarchy and then you know, there's someone at the top and it was it was really weird and they didn't really serve anything through throughout the movie but to just be the system oh yeah maybe perhaps that's what it is they're the system trying to stop the change because all through the movie they were trying to stop Barbie from you know making any sort of change to the system. Yeah, so I yeah. guess that's that's what they, that's what it represents. The the the, the, the man trying to not necessarily man, the 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 figure, the system trying to you know stop the change. So yeah, okay, I guess I figured that out. <laughs> right yeah. now. I mean, I think um, from like all the different themes and messages within the film, I don't think that one was as prevalent because mm. they didn't get that much time in terms of like you know, throughout the duration of the film, we didn't see enough of them to really be able to draw these types of like themes and messages to come through strongly. Obviously, if we were to watch it again, because as you know, when you watch anything again, you're able to then see past the initial yeah. impression that it's made on you to actually really like go deeper. And that's just across anything that you watch, whether it's yeah. a TV show, whether it's a film, whether it's like, you know, watching another episode of like a reality TV show or a talk show you're able to just understand it deeper or just to see things from a different angle. So don't get me wrong. It's like, I definitely acknowledged certain things from a sh shallow basis. Like obviously Will Ferrell, the white man at the top. Then he had all of these other men that all thought the same kind of at a push were different ethnicities and stuff like that, which again, I don't think that was an accurate representation, but they made sure to try to cover their tracks. And I'm just talking like Barbie's, the Barbie film PR, like, you know, PR situation. They just don't want any drama to say, oh, you just depicted a whole bunch of white actors and da 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 da, da. So that's things where I was reading between the lines to understand why they had done certain things. I mean, but looking through that, I was able to um definitely see how they were treating Barbie or what their worries and concerns were about Barbie because this is just a doll or just a, something that symbolizes just a happy life, no problems, no errors. So if you're displaying any kind of errors or whatever, or if you're not in line with what they want, they will just kind of get rid of you. And they will do it in like a manipulative way to sort of get rid of you. Um, which the the manipulation side of it, again, I thought that was displayed in a very funny manner, especially when they were trying to turn the men against each other. Because you see how when they were taking all the women away or whilst they were trying to distract the men, do you see how they were just so easily able to manipulate it? 
that was a bit. I was a bit. That, that was that was the, the one bit I was a bit like, come on, girls. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> no, no, no. But also, Ola, I thought that was also in line with how the dumb blonde narrative uh, or the dumb blonde stereotype works. Uh, they just don't think. They just don't like. Oh, they're just being so easily manipulated. Uh, in like the the guys are being so easily manipulated by these other women, and then the girls are just. Even though they've been manipulated, it was so easy to get them out of that manipulation through just saying a couple of words. Uh, Do you get it? Yeah, I get what and then, But the one thing I did like was that after, obviously, from how these Barbies were at the start of the film, just there living their happy life, and just everything was just happy and amazing and whatever have you, then when they, Ken came back, changed it to a patriarch instead of a uh, matriarch uh, world and then after the Barbies were brought back to sense they were brought back to sense and then they started to act with shrewdness uh. so it's like they stopped being this like you know just static brain dead type of individual who just like was happy and just waving at everyone like hi it became they became clued up and they became like you know shrewd to sort of plan things to get what they wanted which was obviously as we saw they turned the guys against each other and tried to sort of bring out that i wouldn't say like that that competitive masculinity but it was like to kind of see how guys think i'm better than you or i'm better than you the way that we saw the two kens ryan gosling and i forgot the name of the asian actor shang chi guy <laughs> that's yeah. what i always see when i see him <laughs> there too like you see how like they had a they had they, they had a bit of a rivalry they yeah. lived that rivalry and they just of, which is funny because in in the real world uh, like usually is the way it's depicted you know there's two women usually fighting over a man and so in the barbie world there's two kens fighting over barbie so they switched they switched up mm. um the roles really in in that movie and even the fact that like you know ken Barbie was going through something and she came to the real world to sort of figure out exactly what it is. Ken too was also going through something and came to the real world to figure out what it is. But Barbie was somehow able to, you know, figure out um, a way somewhat, I don't know how to say, but I just feel like, like what you just mentioned now with the, you know, how they came up with a plan that was, which is which is a somewhat masculine trait with the, with the shrewdness and the, the the speed mm. you know we don't we didn't really see how Ken change the system but well we just saw it happened whereas we yeah, probably, I mean he just changed the man's role in society yeah but like we don't we don't know how we did that like, Barbie had the plan okay let's distract let's let's distract the men and you know let them fight and then we'll just do this whereas with Ken it was just we just go back to Barbie world with Barbie and there's a whole new system in place. So we don't really know how he changed, switched up the world in the Barbie world, but, but, but we saw it with Barbie. It would have been somewhat good to see how that happened because all we saw was, you know, the stereotypical frat guy, the picture of the ideal world where he was just, you know, party and, and serving us. And so there was no real structure to his idea, but, you know, he experienced the real world just like she experienced the real world. Or unless maybe America had some sort of um, advice that she that was she was able to, but also 
you know, Barbie already had the structure in place in her world. So perhaps by the time they woke up, it was easier to just get back to, you know, the structure that they had in place already compared to Ken, who, you know, didn't particularly have any structure and he just saw the idea and took the idea back to Barbie world. Yeah. But also remember that idea that he took, that specific patriarch, like patriarch um, understanding is only one side. That's only one angle because there's other like patriarchy it's the case where it's been in like you know um our society it's been tarnished with the same brush as just every patriarch is the same and that's not necessarily true it's just with the patriarch it's just the, with the leadership being a kind of way but not every patriarchal leadership puts women in those kinds of roles you know what i mean Right. And I just thought to myself, again, the reason why they took one angle of it is because they wanted to say that this is this is the type of patriarchy that we want to address. Uh, but again, they didn't what they didn't represent the different types of patriarchy that can also exist. Because as we know, like you know, just with our background, like I'm African Arab, like you're African, African. Like, you're, West African, that's so the case where, um, with us kind of growing up, like me, I came from a household that was a patriarchy, but it wasn't necessarily a patriarchy that put women in their place in the way that you need to serve the man. It's just we do different roles, conjugal roles, where we kind of have to come and work together and do different things in order to achieve the same result of our life being able to move forward. Um, I mean, my experience was, yes, there was, there was that hierarchy, like the, my dad was the leader of the house, but, you know, both were working, but even though both were working, they still sort of performed or acted out the roles that, the sort mm -hmm. of gender roles that were, that has been assigned to us, whether we like it or not, you know. Like, you know, my mom would go to work, but she would still come home and, you know, make food for us every night. So, uh, so you know, my dad would, you know, go to work, make sure the house was in order, make sure, you know, if anything was going on, he would, you know, fix it, he would, you know, take out the bin, you know, to all of that sort of standard. But in the modern day that we're in, they still had the partnership in terms of, okay, you know, we're both working, we're both out, out there in the world, you know, trying to make the world, ourselves, our lives better, but we still are, you know, working. Mm in the way fully the agree. world works yeah no fully fully agree so i mean yeah that was that was something that um i had a till even till now like you know um thinking about it i still put a question mark i'm just like there could have been more depth to that but hey i just guess they had to choose one angle to and run this is, this the is story awesome. and this is the angle that they chose and this is the first Barbie movie, you know. You, we never know in the next movie, five, ten years, there may be another one again. You know, we'll probably be in a different place, you know, with all the all the new things that pop up <laughs> every time. Uh, so for for the fact that this was the very first Barbie movie, I feel like they did a good job. And I hope everyone goes out to watch it because um, there's definitely things to learn. I hope everyone, men, women, go there with an open mind and just sort of try to listen to the message and the story and try to take the best out of it and um, 
and just enjoy the movie because at the end of the day you know it was it was quite funny you know there's a lot of funny moments quite a few cringe moments yeah. too but you know it's it's it is a light-hearted movie at the end of the day and you just have to go yeah. there and enjoy the movie like we went there in like pink you know it was it's not that deep <laughs> so it's like <laughs> yeah so, i mean so, i'm not wearing that pink do-rag and i was wearing this. <laughs> right, yeah. that was, was just fun. Like, yeah it was fun i just need that obviously to try and like fit in and to win that competition i had to just get something pink exactly but yeah, yeah bro you had your like you had your like lavender yeah was... thing going on michelle yeah. came through with like you know her like um her dress and she and she gave me her mom's jacket <laughs> so, you know. that's in the photo that you uploaded as well yeah but so. yeah like we literally came through bro i literally just as soon as i got, got off at shepherd's bush i just went around the corner came out the station turned right my friend was like ozzy there's a black hair shop that's just um next door to starbucks went in there and i was like yo where are the rags? literally i came through like a bull in a china shop just literally just <laughs> going through everything and the guy was just like getting him and be like oh do you need this like, no, 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 i know what i'm looking for just need to find it and then i literally i found it it was just yep pig do right camouflage i was like cool camouflage gave it a bit of like yeah they gave it like a bit of flavor and then yeah just came bought it and then i saw some necklace with like a little lavender thing around it that that little string necklace that i was wearing just thought, yeah, let me just let me just throw that in. Oh lord. I need it to actually send you that video. Did I actually did I actually send you that video of you like wrapping it for me? No, I actually send it, yeah. Struggling. Yeah, send it please. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah, I was I was struggling. But yeah, man, that's just all part of the fun. It was all part of the anticipation. And even exactly. going on Instagram, seeing how other people came together and what outfits people put forward. I mean, I don't know whether people were aware of that competition. I don't be yeah, I mean there were quite a few people in the cinema room like dressed in pink, you know. There were quite a few mm. people, but also I don't I don't think a lot of, I don't think a lot of people are aware of it because I don't even know how Michelle found it. <laughs> but you know, thank God for Michelle. Michelle I mean, just got high in it, but big up big, big, big up Michelle for Yes, Michelle. Thank you very much for the link. Yeah, honestly. But yeah, I mean it was a really like fun experience just to go there i mean i think like the one of the funny moments for me was do you remember when um i think barbie was malfunctioning and mm-hmm. it was literally i think there was a line where she was like again because it's all about being pretty so she was like i'm not pretty anymore and then that was when helen mirren who was narrating the film she comes in and then she said like to the casting directors this really wasn't <laughs> this really wasn't a relevant person to choose for oh, this specific point. Yeah, I think the whole cinema burst out laughing. Because even Margot Robbie, like even like even at her worst stage, she still looked amazing. So yeah. it was like, yeah, it didn't really work. You should have casted someone that probably had more of a polarized look about yeah. them. I thought that did that did part was really funny. The, the original idea for the role of Barbie was this comedian, Amy, I feel like it's an Amy, Amy Schumer. Amy Schumann? Amy Schumann. Was it Amy Schumer or Amy Adams? Amy, not Adams, no. The comedian Amy Schumer. I feel like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, Amy Schumer. Okay. Yeah, she was, apparently she was initially years ago in talks to play Barbie. And I just feel like if she did that, it would have been a completely different movie. So, uh, so I'm happy it was Margot. Just thought I'd point that out. Yeah. That, that eventually had that movie. This has been a great conversation, Ozzy. Like, this has been, I'm happy we were doing this. I'm happy uh, two black men that are having a conversation about Barbie. It would have been nice if Michelle Barbie, was here, yeah. but unfortunately, she's not here today. Hopefully, she'll be back again in another episode. But this has been great. This is it'll be different considering the type of content that's out there now mm. reviewing to you, the Barbie movie. And 
hopefully, you know, we, um, yeah, hopefully it does really well. So um, thank you very much for, you know, coming on and um, hope to see Not you. Not very for having me.